The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome everyone. We'll get started in just another minute or so. <clears throat> Taking the time to settle in, check and see what the body needs, to feel relatively upright in our posture, relatively relaxed, relatively still. And as you know, we usually begin by chanting the three refuges. And we do that in Pali, and most of you know it by now, so just follow along Appreciating this time to sing together, even though on Zoom, of course, we don't hear each other. And um, just so you know, I did spotlight myself. It just makes the recording a little bit easier for the volunteers that uh, organize our live stream. So if you want gallery view, you can just click that in the upper right And so 
settling into our posture for the meditation time. I'll begin just reading a paragraph from Bhikkhu Bodhi, this Western monk, talking about the impermanence of feeling tongue. Awareness is kept at the level of bare attention. One watches each feeling that arises, seeing it as merely a feeling, a bare mental event shorn of all subjective references, all pointers to an ego. The task is simply to note the feeling's quality, its tone of pleasure, pain, or neutrality. But as the practice advances, one goes on noting each feeling, letting it go, and noting the next. The focus of attention shifts from the qualities of feelings to the process of feeling itself. The process reveals a ceaseless flux of feelings, arising and dissolving, succeeding one another without halt, without a halt. Within the process there is nothing lasting. Feeling itself is only a stream of events, occasions of feeling, flashing into being moment by moment, dissolving as soon as they arise. Thus begins the insight into impermanence, which as it evolves, overturns the three unwholesome roots, There is no greed for pleasant feelings, no aversion for painful feelings, and no delusion over neutral feelings. All are seen as merely fleeting and substanceless events, devoid of any true enjoyment or basis for involvement. So beginning as we have many times during the course, being present with this great ocean of bodily sensation, and just do your best to soften, in a sense, to drop into the experience of sensation, this ocean of sensation, the sitting body, as if for the first time, curious about the very nature of sensation. And in particular, not so much the specific qualities of a particular sensation, but the activity, the flow, the movement of bodily sensations coming and going. During the waking day, so much of this flow of sensation is simply overlooked. It's just too neutral, these sensations, most of the sensations, to be 
worthy of attention or any reaction. But now we're choosing to be pleasant, present, and some of the sensations that are coming and going will be experienced as pleasant and possibly some, probably some will be experienced as unpleasant. And as I mentioned, many, many will be relatively neutral. Breathing in, simply experiencing the whole body. Breathing out, experiencing sensitive to the whole body. And we know from our study that being a human being, being sensitive in these six ways, sensitive to all the mental activity and sensitive through the five senses, the five physical senses of hearing and seeing, smelling and tasting and touching. So there is this impingement, this endless contact, endless experiencing through these six ways, these six sense gates, as we call them in Buddhism. And really this is our essential human experience this endless impingement, endless flow of contact, of sight, of thought, of sound, of touch, smells and tastes. So with our meditative training, we can get better at the awareness staying closer to this place of contact. Seeing is just seeing, hearing is just hearing, being known. Touching is just touches, being known. Thinking is just thought, being known. Smelling, tasting, just that being known. And to the degree that we're more at this bare attention to the sense gates, we can realize how the mind doesn't need to be dependent on any conceptual meaning. We don't need a story that explains our experience to ourselves. We can be in the immediacy of this contact, <clears throat> this experiencing.
And this generally works relatively well until some of that flow of contact is perceived as being very pleasant or very unpleasant. And with that stronger feeling tone of pleasantness or unpleasantness, and for tonight we'll talk more about the unpleasantness, those experiences. There's that strong push, strong seeming need for a story. This isn't fair, this is too much. So then the practice is to stay right at the level of contact, perception, feeling, tone, and to keep realizing moment by moment that I don't, the mind, the heart doesn't require a story, and whenever it flows inward toward a story, it always gets tight. It's the second arrow or the second dart that unnecessary suffering. So we're going to continue sitting in silence now. And you can just, as your working ground, just breathing in, experiencing, opening to the whole body, breathing out, experiencing the whole body. And whether the pleasantness or unpleasantness is in terms of sensation or other thoughts and emotions that might show up, we're just seeing if we can do our best to stay in the immediacy of sense contact, perception, and feeling tone. There's no way to stop that river of experiencing. But in a way, we're going to learn how to digest, how to open, how to soften, how to allow. And then if things get intense for whatever reason, and we're not able to stay at that immediacy of sense experience and the perception and feeling tone that comes with it, then just ask yourself, well, what here in the present moment can I be aware of? Maybe I can't, don't have enough stability of awareness to be with what's predominant, but maybe I can open to hearing, even though it's not the predominant experience. And I can be with the hearing and the perception of hearing and any feeling tone. So let's continue now in silence for a while.
and if at any time there's a sense of being trapped by unpleasant experience, then you can simply remind yourself that the Buddha taught that feeling is impermanent. It arises and it changes. And just see if that lightens the oppressiveness of unpleasant feeling tone, knowing that it's in the process of change already. It never really was a static, permanent thing. And it never really refers back to anybody. It's just something arising due to causes and conditions coming out of the past, really. And is already in the process of changing. And again, remember, if there's not much stability of present moment awareness, or if the unpleasantness is very intense, then the mind is likely to get in a defensive stance, which never really works. At best, we just tolerate the pain but the body and mind is tight and we're reinforcing the habit of being tight. So that's the time to ask ourselves, what else can I pay attention to? And to strategically turn the attention away from the pain, even if it's strongly predominant. You can even if needed, open your eyes be aware of seeing, be aware of hearing. You can pretty much do whatever you need to do to stay in the present moment in a balanced way. And this permission is especially important at times in our lives where there's a lot of unpleasantness showing up, to give ourselves permission to do whatever we have to do so that we're able to be aware, we're able to be present without resorting to reactivity and aversion and hate and denial and distraction, none of which really helps in the long run.
So the freedom that the Buddha points to isn't the freedom that we can temporarily experience when the feeling is really nice or really neutral. The freedom that the Buddha points to is realizing the heart that knows how to be with whatever feelings come our way. Knows how to be with pain, knows how to be with pleasure, knows how to be with neutrality without adding tension, without generating a heavy story about the particular feeling, without the conceit that I have pain or I have pleasure or nothing's happening, it's all neutral. And this week especially having studied the unpleasant end of sensation and thought, painful Vedana. Just revisioning, imagining what would it be like to live my life with a more open, less less fixed idea of what pain is. Whatever story we tell ourselves about pain, that's never actually the experience. We don't need a story, we don't need the story pain is bad. Pain is just what it is. So for the last minute or so, if there is some place now in the body or some emotion, some thought that's unpleasant now, allow it to be the object of awareness. Notice the contact and the perception of the experience and the feeling tone in a fresh way. Oh, it's just this. And this is quite alive with change, with movement. Does it have to be framed or understood as a personal problem? Can it just be what it is? Feeling being known.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.